Let me tell you one story about something I learned. Let me tell you one story about something I learned. Yeah. Gonna hit you hard with the fast and the fury. Make your mouth drop like Jordan and Julie. Stepping on the court, dog on dangerous. Getting the score like Bobby De Niro. Don't approach us like no Gundilero. Leave you looking like Eddie Norton. Straw in your world like Marvel Martian. Wanna know why the God sent we? Are your belly full? Are your mind empty? All sound like on BET. How many naked girls do you see? I miss our wild lad, we can't believe me eyes. Won't stop rocking till the boat capsize. In the holy water, wash off your disguise. Always go back to your dirty big style. Damn, big, you left them hypnotized. Soldiers dance in the middle of the lake. Smoking trees and chilling with bikes. Fridge got food and it keeps you tight. I got a big dog and it walks at night. Soldiers dance in the middle of the lake. Smoking trees and chilling with bikes. Fridge got food and it keeps you tight. I got a big dog and it walks at night. Oh. Welcome back to another edition of the Be Forever Cool podcast. My name is Rex45. My name is TJ. Two wheels and coffee. What's going on, man? Not much. Just getting through this freeze that we just frost. <laughs> Still going through ice That's box situation outside. Types of weather in you know the span of three four days. It's like yeah. fifty degrees now. It's like feeling negative thirty like last night. But yeah, how about yourself? I uh, same. Trying to warm up, man. It's it's been a cold one, and I can't wait for it to. Um, you know, you know, we're 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 getting, you know, some folks are already, you know, riding and stuff like that. But up here in Boston it's pretty cold and I, I can't wait for it to just be above fifty. Yeah, man. Can't thank you guys enough for tuning in each week. I appreciate all the listeners. I'm gonna shout out to the Penguin Riding School. They got me going. So yeah, just getting through the winter. Appreciate you guys. No doubt, no doubt. Um so, man, so this one, you know, might as well jump right into it. Uh, you know, as the weather is as cold as it is outside right now, uh, you know, it had me thinking about, you know, the track and, 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 and what happens when there's bad weather and, and, you know, how do you plan for that uh, as a new rider, as a new person uh, going to the track? Uh, you know, you, you know, it's not something I thought about uh, a lot, you know, and I think even on other episodes, you know, I've already said that, uh, you know, when the weather was bad, I wasn't even even uh, racing, you know. Um, but you know, it, it's it's something to think about and to plan for, man. And you know, do you, you, you got all your your your, your um, gear for for when it rains? Are you are you prepared, or you or now you're like thinking about it this year? I mean, yeah, I, I've been through it, so I think I'm gonna be a little more prepared. Uh, I still don't know exactly what is needed. Um, <laughs> I got rain tires, you know, and, and uh, umbrellas. <laughs> got you. Yeah, I mean, umbrella is nice. You know, I, you know, I think, you know, I got, I got rain boots. Um, you know, especially, you know, a lot of these other tracks. If you're on the grass, uh, it, it, it gets swamp like. Uh, so, you know, rain boots. I got raincoat. I, I got snow pants. You know, what I mean, I got some for 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 the, for for my for because it gets chilly out there when it's raining too. At some of these places. Uh, especially if you're like riding now, even in, you know, Roblin. Um, I mean, I, I, when I was in Ro- Roblin in 2021, it was like 45 degrees. So, yeah, in the, in the past episode when I explained uh, 
uh, our, my tent got <laughs> beat down by the raid, you know? Right. So uh, one of my friends that I arrived with uh, helped me, actually, and jumped in the water with me. So I appreciate that. But I went in with, I had no choice because in the tent was all my stuff with the computer, everything, uh, sleeping bag, uh, um, everything that I, I had with, you know, with electronics inside the tent. It started raining. I didn't think... My tent was going to go down the flood. Right. Um, but it was pretty much underwater and it collapsed and I had to jump in with my shoes. So all my shoes got wet. I didn't have no rain boots for that. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to have to get some rain boots and ponchos and uh, some brum- umbrellas. And, you know, if you plan on riding too, you, um, you got to have your rain tires. And there's like a... A, a rain suit cover too. I think. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, you can. There's a, there's a whole bunch of different yeah. ones. You can you know you can find them online. Um, you know, if if you rock Dionese, Alpine Star, uh, they they sell them. But if you if you have other, there's generic brands for lack of a better yeah. word uh, that you can get. So if you are racing in the rain, um, you're not you're not completely wet. Um, yeah, my shoes took like uh, maybe a week to dry. All right. So you need some extra socks. <laughs> You know, and, and yeah, always, you know, when, you know, put the, if you got a canopy up, you got to be like, you know, I've, I'm on my, like my fourth or fifth canopy or something like that. I've, I've invested in, in more expensive canopies, the ones that I can replace the parts on. And so that way, if, if a leg is broken, I can replace a leg versus tossing the whole canopy away, uh, which is what I was doing for the first few that got destroyed. But now, you know, or, you know, if you buy one, you can buy one with warranty on it. And, and so that way, if something happens, you, you can get it replaced. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of warranty things, but things like tents, because the weather's going to be bad. There's, there's no question about that. It, it, and this, whether you are the at the track when it happens or you're woken up by it, uh, by your tent slamming against it your always, trailer. It always finds the track for some reason. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, it's always good to maybe look at warranty for your tents and, you know, and you know finding good ways to secure your tent so it doesn't it doesn't even if you i mean even if you you had it cemented and just the wind alone will will just destroy the frame you know so i still don't know how to really prepare for it i mean i think i got the worst already as far as going to sleep you know i gotta have that part right like you said you gotta pull that tent down know the rain's coming bring some extra extra shoes extra socks just in case um you know have some shelter. No, seriously, and even like you know, be mindful of your toolbox because yeah. you don't want to. You don't want to come out and, and and your toolbox is full of water because that's mm-hmm. happened. Because my my tent knocked bike over, toolbox over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it like ridiculous. And um, it's always happening when you're like on on the track. You know, everyone around you is on the track as well because you guys are in the same session. Right. You come back and everything's down. Yeah, no, for sure. Unless you, know. you got help with you, you know, can keep it secure for a little bit, but, you know. Because, yeah, even at Loudon, I had a, I had a tent, uh, a canopy it destroyed, just wind. It was just so windy. Um, I thought it was secured pretty well, and it just rocked back and forth. And, you know, I had to replace a, a, a leg. Yeah, once a leg is gone, it's, it's gone. <laughs> it's done. Um, so, you know, it, it's, you know, whether it's something to think about uh, and, you know, Walmart or any of these places, you know, you know, get something that just you know keeps you dry because there's nothing like you know being around the track and being soaked in in, in the rain 
You know, they still haven't been on the track riding in the rain with rain tires yet. That's still a goal. <laughs> well, you, you know, you 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 you'll, you'll have that for 2023. I I, I suspect yeah. at this point, you know, you're just gonna change tires and go out there. I need a I need a B bike for that, like everyone else. <laughs> well, you know, hey, you, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> Um, you know, if you don't have B, you know, even if you don't have a B bike, though, you know, it, it's it's tough because I love I I you know I had back to back races last year and I didn't have time to change tires uh, for one of my races and the weather was too I, I couldn't even do a lap uh, on 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 slicks so you know it's tough when you when you don't have a B bike for sure having a B bike help but you know having a B bike is is twice the money as as, as one bike and you know you know how that go so I. Uh, but it is nice, and this year I, I, I will have a B bike, so I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> I will say that um, since I don't have a B bike, and um, I do have rain tires, but like I said, I didn't have ch- time to change, and I haven't ridden in the rain. I had to forfeit a few races because it, it rained. Yeah, it, it's so. tough, man. It's a gamble. I mean, I think, you know, it, 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 it's hard, especially when the rain is inconsistent. You know, it's one thing if you just know it's raining or, you you know, obviously. And so when it's not, you know, you just got to get good at ch- doing a quick tire change. Yeah. You know, you, you know, maybe you put your reins on and you have your, your slicks on tire warmers just in case you go back and forth. You know, maybe you you uh, you do a, a rain front and, 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 and a slick by rear, um, you know, it all, you know, it, you know, there's, there's, when it's when you when when the conditions are tricky is. Yeah. That's but that's part of it. Yeah. But you know that's the worst. So it's nice when you have a B bike, and you know even even you know if it's not full rain and you don't have intermediates on, and you need intermediates. It's it really it's still like you know even if you have, you have a B bike, you can still be in a situation where you may not have the right tires set up. Uh, you know based on just a unsure conditions. So it is a gamble, and and some folks take a gamble and just run rains, and if it dries out, just chew up the rains. Um, some people go out there in slicks. Just wasn't ready. I had to pull out. I felt so bad. I was just like, I couldn't get my money back. You know, I couldn't chance to raise. It just got to figure out a way to get out there. So gotta, you gotta, you gotta be prepared for all situations. Yes, so. that's why you have another set of rims. Yeah, <laughs> so you could throw some reins on there. Yeah. Uh that's that's, but that's the you know the weather thing part of it, man. So that, that's crazy. So you know, along with going to the track, it's you know, I we were talking beforehand, and you know. Your gas situation, you want to talk about that? I mean, yeah, as a, as a new rider, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to just bring a little gas tank um, and I'm going to fill up my bike. So when I'm there, I'm prepared, fully gassed and, uh, you know, uh, full tank. So having a full load of fuel definitely plays a part as you realize that you start riding more. Um, trying to get used to to see how much gas I really need to, like, complete a race and not ride on a full tank. Right. I'll start my practices out on on a full tank and then and go from there basically. Right. And but I, I suspect this year you're not going to do that. Oh no. Yeah. Um. You know. I feel like this year I'm, I'm gonna try to be a little bit more competitive. Um. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the bike as light as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know a full tank um changes the weight of the bike and you know these days uh, unless you're doing like an enduro race. Uh, generally, you know, you're probably having a gallon, maybe a gallon and a half. Uh, if you're doing an eight-lap race, uh, it depends on the track. Uh, every bike is different. How much gas, you know, every, everything different is different. But, you know, getting to the point where you can measure 
how much gas you put in. I got a buddy, he just has a, he has it marked on a jug and he just pours the gas into that level and, and then pours it in. So he stays consistent um, with, with, with how much gas he puts in at the track. And it, it feels different. I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting. We'll talk about it after you, you try it because, you know, your practice sessions, you're running full tank. So really, by the end of the first day, you you might not even be at half a tank. Yeah, no, I'm just, I really don't need gas until actually, you know, I'll do a practice session and then when the race, before the race, you got the practice before the race and then I may need just a little bit. But at the same time, I don't, haven't really tested how much gas I need for the race, even it's eight laps. Right. Um, by the, when I come back, my light's not on or anything. So I had maybe one race where my light came on and I was praying that I made it to the end. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that was just me thinking I wouldn't make it. It's not, what is it, 1.4 miles or something like that around the track? Something like that? Yeah, I think it's 1.6. 1. 1. 1.6. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little under 1.7. And then full gas, you know, I'm just like, am I going to make it? And I never really seen anyone run out of gas. Um, I've seen one person, actually. But right. He made it to the finish line, but he actually really measures Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm you know, more interested into that field since I'm getting more comfortable. And I feel like I, I know the bike more and uh, just ready to try it out. Yeah, no, definitely. Gas plays a part. And, you know, for the faster rider is, you know, the top guys, you know, they want their bike as light as possible. And, and so, you know, they, they are definitely measuring fuel differently. You know, you'll see folks that got a fuel stick. They can see where the levels and stuff like that is at. Um, it does play a part when every, you know, when weight matters, you know, it, it definitely plays a part. And you see the MotoGP guys do it in World Superbike at that level. You know, these guys, they, they got it down to a science. And you see people finish the race and run out of gas. Well, yeah, they also measure them because at, at, at that point, some of those guys are using that MR12. So, you know, they got to know how much they're putting it in. So. Correct. Exactly. You know, the MR12. I mean, you know, we, we could talk oh, about that, that a little. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, race fuel, um, definitely, because they they measure it in and they take it out at the end of, of, of the day because the fuel uh, is, is bad for the gas tank when left in overnight or, or just left in. So it, it that's a whole different ball game. And, you know, I, you know, I, 93 is generally what I've ran. I, I haven't ran, you know, my, uh, I think both bikes can, can go. I, I know the KTM can go race fuel or um, gas pump, regular gas. Uh, and, and so I've done that. But I think this year on, especially on the smaller bikes, the race fuel uh, matters because it, 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 it it, it gives it a little bit more. Um, and, and I saw that last year, you know, racing against two guys. And, you know, it, 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 I didn't know what it was, but I was just like, I, I couldn't gain on these guys that I was able to beat before. And, and then after the race, he was like, yeah, I had to put race fuel in to, 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 to be able to get in front of you. Um, you know, so, you know, it, that's, but it is a whole process. And, and so I, at this point, I don't know if I'm, you know, I feel like, I mean, there's enough contraptions and, and stuff out there that it makes it pretty easy. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and say it's hard, but it's, it's just one more thing you add and, and you just got to be conscious of because, you know, you don't want to destroy your gas tank. But you, you also want to win races. Yeah, so this year I'm definitely going out with more organized, I would say. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep tabs on a lot more things such as uh, tire pressures and temperatures outside and gas levels and try to write them down and try to stay more consistent and just improve from there. So, 
That's all you can do. Yeah. Uh, taking notes is a big part of this thing. And, and I haven't really, you know, it's more like mental notes. I'll take small little notes and, you know, on a book to, to remind me of stuff. But Right. However it works, yeah. whether it's in, on paper or up in your head, as long as, you, you know, you have access to it. Uh, I, I, for one, I don't, I, I barely write stuff down. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, through repetition and, and through, you know, like we've talked about from, you know, you know, your focus, right, your routines and stuff like that, you, that all helps you, you know, gets you, you know, locked in for um, for, for when you go out there and, and the lights go out. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't can't wait at all. So it's you know, coming. all the all the, the tests are out. You know, bikes bikes is starting. So. No no doubt. So now, um, with with fuel and you know and and rain gear and now, um, you know as as a new ride as a new racer, um, you know and you brought this up actually. You know you know developing a riding style. Um, you know you know you're going through it. I've gone through it. People, everyone goes through it. Um. Let, let's talk a little bit about you know your your method and 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 what you think you know where you think your writing style uh, should be and and how 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 do you look at it at this point and and how do you we'll probably touch on to the cameras because you know how yeah. do you how do you judge um, when you how, how do you look how do you look at yourself and and kind of fix or add or or whatever to your writing style. I mean, I I really didn't really have a writing style. I thought I was just you know just lean off the bike and um you know looked at some pro racers i always wanted to drag my knee that was like a thing <laughs> and once i did it, it just you know it's whatever um so it was more of just keeping the bike in line so realize you got to develop a you know a style that's that most fits you um on corners at your pace so you know i try to like hang off you know keep my elbows out or tucked in on the straightaway and um keeping my feet in the right position. I try to look at um, experts and, you know, riders who actually can get good times and see what they're doing with their with their position and how they're switching over and, and try to incorporate that, how my body can flex, how uh, flexible I am right. that way. And then um, as far as the cameras go, I always had cameras on my bike, even on the street. Um, so it's, it's just something that I've come through with and it's been helping me with uh, my lines and, and my body position as well. Um, so I think cameras play a little, uh, a good part in that. Um, but yeah, how about yourself? Uh, the- yeah, I mean, I, I think for me it was watching, you know, races, uh, you know, whether MotoGP, World Superbike, I, 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 as soon as I got into racing in 2013, I started, you know, signed up to MotoGP and, and, and started watching watching the series and, you know, doing all that. And, you know, for for in the beginning, I, and, you know, I had like what right in position. You know, I was sitting upright going down the straightaway on the SV. Uh, you know, I was I wasn't I didn't know anything about like really tuck in and so on forth. So by like I think like 2015, you know, that's like I was more aware of like, OK, well, I need to be doing these things at this point. And um, one of the big things for me was I wasn't in the shape I was in to, to maintain that riding style, to get off the bike and use your abs to, to hold yourself up and taking weight off the bars and stuff like that. And, you know, all that came with, with, with learning, I guess, because, you, know, you know, I had to pull out of races because of it. I wasn't in shape and stuff like that. And so 
in 2015 thereabout, I started working out more. Uh, oh, yeah, really working out. And and, and so my, I started developing a riding style, but then I switched bikes So for 2016. so And I went from my inline. I went from riding twins from like 2012 to 2016, essentially, uh, to an inline four. So all that took was was a little bit different getting used to you know revving the engine at at 14,000 rpms 15,000 rpms versus what, what i was doing on the sv and stuff like that uh and just the bike was wider mm-hmm. you know so my body position again changed because of that you know and then you know the following year i, I broke my hand and you know and and, and so forth so it lost my spleen and and so i had to recover from all that so my body position changed again uh, because of injury in, 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 a, and in a bad way, you know, so by the, I think by the end of 2019, I, I, I was probably fully recovered, but I, um, my body position was just way off cause I was compensating for my left hand. And, and so I had to take all of, you know, 20, 2020 when pandemic. So I really couldn't ride in the beginning. So we didn't start riding until like June. So I really didn't fix my riding position to like halfway through 2021, I guess. And, and, and again, from working out and doing all these things and, you know, and understanding, you know, where I am, how flexible I am and what I can do and stuff like that. And it's still a work in progress. I'm still working on stuff. There's still things I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out. You know, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty good with moving my legs around now and, and doing all the right thing. My head, you know, my, you know, looking ahead and, 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 and keeping my eyes moving and stuff like that. The biggest thing, and we talked about this off a little bit is going right and getting used oh, yeah. to now, you know, being off the bike and still be comfortable enough to still get on the throttle and pick the bike up and, and, and kind of sort that out. Uh, but, and, and also a lot of training, right. And even though we're not riding, I, I, I consume a lot of videos and, and a lot of stuff and if, you know, information, when I say stuff, I'm not like eating food and consuming all that, but, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So I, I keep learning and, and, and making sure, you know, like, th- like 2023, I feel pretty good about it. I feel like, you know, my mind and my body and everything, you know, is, is working as one. And, and so I can't wait to get out on the track and, and, and kind of see if it all lines up. Uh, but, you know, training is a big part of it. And just, you know, understanding, you know, your body position is always changing. It's not like it's not a fixed position. And, and so it depends on what you're doing. You're always depending on the bike and everything is a feel. So it's, it's really like a lot of seat time yeah, and just, all free, seat time. you know, and understanding like, yeah. You know, it, it's not fixed. It's it's what works, and you know, depending on your weight, you know, depend on if you want traction. It, 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 you just you just have to be one with your machine. More seat time to figure all that out. Um, like I mentioned, I had to throw my street riding, uh, you know, routine out the window <laughs> <laughs> when I got to the track. Like I, I tried I tried to bring that to the track, and uh, you know learned through the the penguin school of how like my style of riding um and learning the track on like how they teach it and with the pictures that they put out you just see my my hands just pushing the handlebars and you know i paid the price for that you know <laughs> so um figuring out that you can't have bar input and realize you gotta lean off the bike a little more in corners and use your foot to push down and on straightaways like um Put your butt all the way in the back or try not to sit down as much and right there's so many things to work on and i had to throw my riding style out the window so i'm still like you said it's a work in progress but 
look at all the fast guys and um, the people who can drag elbows and stuff like that to see how they're getting down there and, and what are they doing to move the machine as fast as they're going and try to, you know, change my style towards, towards that matter. But Right, training, training, training. Training, <laughs> training does help. It's every time you lean over from left to right, it's like a, a mini squat. No doubt. And I was always, uh, I still feel the same way. Like like I mentioned, I always feel like Marquez. Like I feel like the the left hand is like how I, I like my best way of hanging off the bike. Right, right. Um, we're not fortunate. I didn't have that many right turns. So when I when I look at my pictures or when I'm leaning to the right, I just feel like I'm frozen up. You know, right. I just feel like I'm not coming off, not looking ahead. No, so that's something that I'm just trying to work on. And right, and and I I felt the same way. Um, you know, the the Loudon has a lot of left turns and not too many right turns. So, you know, for I think for me, I when I started going to new tracks, I realized like I suck at right turns, and and I had to work on 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 figuring that all that out uh, along the way. But it it is you know that's that's the beautiful thing about if you can get to new tracks and different tracks, so that way you can kind of work on. Little work on you know different position riding positions and um, you know so yeah so for me long time I still feel good left it's easy um, going right I'm still you know still struggling with, with, with right turns but I'm a lot better than I was uh, a few years ago uh, because of that so I you know that is but you know you, no one's going to be perfect uh, going out there and, and you know as you as you mentioned earlier. Uh, the seat time is is most important. If you can get cameras on your bike and you can face the cameras on you, then you can um, you know get get videos and then you can critique yourself and you can look at your riding position or just you know just looking at you mentioned you know looking at the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it is good to to videotape yourself even if you don't post it anywhere just for training. Not to mention that uh, the two right turns or how many right turns, the, the main two right turns at Louding is uh, one's going into a wall, <laughs> so you got to like break really well and uh, turn turn pretty well. And then uh, the next one is going up what they call as high side hill. <laughs> so, got you. What is that turn for? Tur- uh, oh, yeah, that is, yeah, it's the right turn, but it's it, it's it's like a kink. It's, you know, it's not like turn three or, um, you know, you know, or the bold or all the left turns that you can make at, at, at Loudon. Well, I only seen high sides on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had, I've, I, you know, when I, when I was older parallels, I was running, I would always get movement on, going up there um, with the Bridgestones, uh not not no, sorry, not the Bridgestone. Well, even the Bridgestones were good. You know, I had no issues with Bridgestones or the Michelins. Um, but you know, it is a, that that's one place where yeah, for sure you'll. Well, I mean, you'll, yeah, you'll, that too. And I didn't think about one A. <laughs> <laughs> that's another little right turn. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Little tricky. Like, I, all the right turns that loud are the tricky. So yeah. like, I'm still trying to learn as a turn right, and and, and none of them are easy. Yeah. So, so I've almost high sided it at one A too. Um, I went down there. It's, it's hey, it's hard to go fast and not fall, as they say. Um, so yeah, so definitely uh, cameras if you can get them on your bike and you know face them on you sometimes, as you can see what you're doing and and so forth. Uh, and just you know being in shape so that way you know the end of races you're not fatigued. I I remember you know you know going into in, into turn three and and you know my arms were just done and i'm falling on the tank of the bike because i don't have any more strength and stuff like that 
um, or just pulling out of races because, you know, okay, I did, I did three races and, and the fourth one is just like, yeah, I don't have it in me. Um, you know, now, you know, I'm in a place where I can, I feel like I can do six races or endure, not endure like GTUs and stuff like that and, and, and finish the rounds. And, you know, that's a good place to be because at least then, you know, it, it's now you and the machine. It's not you, the machine, and your physicality. Yeah, I had to pull out a race for through the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's talk a little bit about that, you know, because that's, you know, I think we've all been there. Um, well, yeah, I mean, um, still trying to be conservative throughout the rounds, you know. Can't afford a lot of this stuff, but I try to still participate. So still running on tires that, you know, been running for a few rounds. So when I went down in uh, one round, the best thing they say is to get back out there. So I tried to get back out there. I didn't change the set of tires. And I think it was confidence, but I got left from the pack that I run with. So, and it just drained me. And then we was running with experts too. So by like lap two or three, experts were catching me. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't know if the tires had life or if I just, my confidence was shot. So the best thing for me at the time was just to pull off the track. And that was the first time I've done that. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just, my confidence was shot. I just didn't know what to do at the time. So I went back and had to put my head down and think about what just happened and, and try to figure out how I can get back out there strong. Yeah. I got some advice from a few riders that encouraged me, which is really good. And I think it should be given to everybody. So keep everyone, uh, you know, confidence high or build their confidence back up. That's, you know, we're all there. I mean, I've had to do the same. I've done the same thing, you know. So, you know, getting out on a motorcycle and, and especially having, you know, if, if you crashed, it's hard to get back out sometimes. And, you know, some folks do and some folks don't. And everybody is different. And whatever decision you make, is, is it is what it is. You know, it's like, yeah, I used to feel bad, but it's kind of like, you know, if you don't, if you, if you're not in the right mind, and then you're going out there racing other people, and you don't have your focus, you, you're you're endangering yourself, and you can put others at risk. So it's like it's like, hey, if you don't feel you got it, you pit in, and and, and it is what it is because you are you know you know when you have it, you know when you don't, and you know some days it's it's easy to jump out there and 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 do you know you know five six races, and other time you're like. You know, the bike don't feel right. This don't feel right. You know, you, you, you know, all these things sometimes has to go right for you to feel a certain way. And, and, and sometimes, you know, especially starting out, I mean, you know, I think my last few years is the most where I've, I've like, okay, I'm fixing my bike and going back out there. You know, all like I said before in other episodes, all, all uh, uh, the first few years, you know, up until 2019, 2020, like I said, if, if the weather, if it was raining, not going out there. If it was too cold, I wasn't racing all these things had to be right where now it's kind of like, Hey, we're racing. I'm going, you know, but that, that took that getting that mindset, you know, took time. I mean, you know, I, I was sick in Daytona. I really didn't want, I still pulled out of a couple of races, uh, but I did race two races and, and I finished second in one of my races and I felt like crap, you know what I mean? But it was like, you know, it was just like, Hey, I didn't think I, I didn't, you know, I just went out there and just said, Hey, let me just see what happens. And then, you know, having done that and it's just like, Oh, okay. I can push a little bit. So, you know, the, the it all takes time to, to get the confidence and to get to the point where you're going out there by any means. And, you know, and for whatever reason, I think if you don't feel like it, it is what it is at the end of the day, you know, it is a cost to go in there, 
but if you're not in the right mind, it's it's better to be off the track and 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 be safe. Yeah, it took me uh like the next round had to come up and it took me like uh a practice or a couple races to get my confidence full. Oh, I don't sure. even say if it's fully back, but at least back to a level where I know I can, you know, keep up with the pack, but yeah, it, it does hurt your confidence when you fall. You got to be mentally prepared for that. To right. And you have to build it back up. Yeah. You know, try, try to get back on the track and then you got to know when when it's time to pull off to, to right. keep yourself safe and others. So. And and it's one thing to just, you know, fall and, and get back up. It's another thing when you jack yourself up, you know, yeah. and, 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 and you take in a, a year off to recover or however long to recover. And then you got to jump on that bike for the first time. I, I got, for me, you know, like I came back, my, my hand wasn't fully healed and I, and, and I was, and I was racing and it was painful to get a glove, like to get my glove off. Well, I couldn't even, I had to get help because it was just so, so you know, there's a lot going through, you know, your mind, you know, should I, for me, should I, should I go back out? Um, but I had to learn how to ride without feeling pain and, 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 and I figured it out and yeah, you know, so yeah. The, the, and, and I had to build, it took time to build the confidence up, to build the confidence up. It, it, it took, you know, like I said, I started running in the middle of the pack probably in 2020, end of 2020. You know what I mean? And, and my accident was in 2018 and I started riding in 2019. So, you know, it, 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 it for everyone it's different, but it does take, it could take some time and, and, it's, and it is what it is. So I, the confidence part, man, is, 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 is huge. Uh, but there's baby steps and, and, you know, and you get there and, and I can tell you on the other side of it now, it, it's like, oh, wow. You know, so when, you know, and these are experiences sometimes, you know, some people might come out to the track and, and they run well, they're, they're running up front and, and, and do really well. Um, but then, you know, you have an injury and then you, you really look, you, you know, you start to reflect and look a little differently. Well, yeah, like <clears throat> this is like the first time it really hit me. I mean, like I fell before in 1A and you know I was like okay I got back up and I just brushed it off and um, it was, was running pretty well did a good season did the next season and then now I was like more confident and when when I fell this time I was like it's kind of really I don't know what it was just it just shook me I was like wow I, I don't know how I felt right you know and now I hit that corner really slow now you know and it's Oh yeah, wow, it's just it's a confidence builder, and, and I didn't know I was hitting that corner slow after the crash until I get feedback from friends. So right, so exactly, and so and that's the, and that's the beautiful, beautiful part about it, getting feedback, and you know, getting back out there if if it's for you, not everyone. I mean, you know, like it's you know, everyone is is entitled to live, do whatever they want, but you know, if 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 you want to get back out there, uh, yeah, you just take it one day at a time. And now, you know, you, we get to come out and, and feel good about 2023. Confidence oh, yeah. is high. You, you finished the year well um, and, you know, can't wait to, can't wait to get back out. Uh, so MotoGP testing is happening, Sepang testing. Um, I'm excited about that because MotoGP is back next next <laughs> month, right? So uh, I think Qatar is the first round. I got I to gotta double check, but I think so. Uh, excited about that. I, um Car Clutchlow is 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 the top top Yamaha guy. Um, pretty cool to see him still riding. I wish he was still racing because he's he's he's, he's a he, test guy, right? He's a he's yeah. a test rider for Yamaha, and um, but he's a colorful colorful human being. So he's always 
you know, he should be behind the mic somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he'll he'll be fun to listen to. Um, in other in other news, uh, Anna Carrasco um, had words for Alvaro Batista uh, because they were testing in Arez and he crashed uh, because um, he felt that you know she should have been uh, riding. Well, he, his words is with the amateurs and because she was on an R six and he was on a V four Panigale and you know. She lashed. She she came back at him with saying, "Well, it's because I'm a woman." While he's saying, "I should be with the amateur." Um, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, like you said, I think it was just a wrong word of choice. But yeah, I, I don't. I think she should be out there. She's she's. Uh, I mean, she's on the right bike to be out there um, when they're doing the testing. Right, like I was reading up on the story. I guess she's on R six, so yeah, she's. I mean, I don't know. I think she should be out there. I mean, I've been the track days I've or the practice that I've been to. I've been riding with uh, riders that are way faster than me, and I'm sure they they have no problem with it. So you think the mistake was more on him for not seeing her soon enough? Because I mean, you know, I mean, I didn't. I don't know like what pace she was running, or or I don't know if it explained that. Right. Um, but yeah, like it, it could have been, it could have been in a guy that crashed too. Right. Yeah. No. My, I guess I, my take on it is probably she shouldn't have been on the track with him because it's a six hundred versus a, a thousand. Yeah. And you know we have had incidents at at Loudon with with small with you know skillful guys on on you know on slower bikes. You know you know you have a faster bike coming up on somebody quick. Because it's just a difference in horsepower, and and I think that's the situation there. I think for for Alvaro to say she should be with the amateurs might just be a wrong choice of word because maybe they should be like a six hundred group, you know, like 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 at Loudon, right? I mean, well, Loudon the six hundred and the thousands run together, right? So, so that's who, whoever set up the classes for them to run. Right, exactly. So, so it's I mean, not I, her fault. That right. she's out there. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you're supposed to, you know. You, you know, you, you're supposed to see this, to see all this stuff. So I don't. I think it's wrong choice of words. Uh, I don't think she's an amateur. I mean, she's she won the world the 300 super sport 300 super sport um, title in in 2018. Uh, she's racing in Moto G in Moto three, uh, and she raced. She's well, she raced in Moto three back in 2015, and now she's back in Moto three for the last couple of years and and went to World Superbike. So she got skills. Yes. Um, but I, I think not having the same size bike, I think like th- all the big bikes should have been running together. Middleweight bikes should have been running together. You know, small bikes should be running together. Um, because, but again, as it, when when we had when we race and there's different classes, the unlimited class and there's the super sport classes, you're running that anyway. And the bigger bikes, they gotta fit, they they gotta recognize that it's a smaller bike, or they they gotta recognize what's in front of them and 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 make and take precautions. So yeah, that's what I think it is. I mean, like. It could have just been the session, could have been pressed for time. So, for instance, I know we're different with the club racing, but um, there's a, I don't know what day it is, but there's usually, I'm group one for amateur. Right. Um, and then group two is uh, expert. Correct. So sometimes there's group one and two combined. You're right. The track. Exactly. So you got experts and amateurs running, and some have thousands and some have 600s. Right. And we're running out of practice. So if, if I have an incident with the expert, and that's like him saying he should be just running with the amateurs, right? Like that, so exactly. I, you know, I think it's just 
Um, it, it probably was that type of situation right. where they just had to combine, um, probably because of timing. I don't know. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think wrong choice of words. Yeah. Um, and hopefully he he apologizes. And and I don't think he's thinking that she's like an amateur writer doesn't have the skills. I hope yeah. not. I hope yeah. not. Maybe it's not. I'm, but I'm, I want to give the benefit of the do, uh, benefit of the doubt until I hear him say otherwise. Because from what I can tell, from you know, all, all his years of racing in MotoGP and and now World Superbike, uh, he's he's he I'm, he's he's been one of, he's been a classy dude. And we want females in the sport. And oh, she's for sure. earned her right to be out there. And I mean, she she's part of the class. I mean, there was other six hundreds out there, I'm sure. You know, they just happen to be in the wrong wrong space, right? Exactly. So yeah, he might have just been pissed in that moment, but definitely um, wrong choice because there are a lot of fast women. Um, they it's keep just, kicking my butt. It's just a damn <laughs> test, man. It's just a test. It's, you can do another lap. You know, it's just a test. It, it is, and um, that's that's another thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrong. You know, and you know, it's not like racing for points that they needed for like you know two rounds left. You know, it's like yeah, you know, it's, exactly. So. Um, yeah, man. So that's what's going on on the Be Forever Cool podcast. My name is Rex45. My name is TJ, two wheels and coffee. We will catch you next time. Peace. Peace